Ooh, boy. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. We're back. Excuse me. Height drop with your boy, yours truly, Brandon Douglas. On the mic this week is just me. I got I got to bring it to you guys. I'm going to bring in some, some heat, though. And um, I was supposed to have Knox on, my best homie and roommate and confidant and uh brother from another mother Knox Menino but um fortunately he had he had some chores to do so someone come help him with his chores so we can get on the podcast next week um but thank you guys for listening appreciate you joining this is the first and only episode number four and uh we got a lot to talk about it's been a pretty good week and we got a really good week coming up and we got a lot of good seasons coming up I can feel it. This is right about that time when things start popping off in the parkour community. I mean, they're already popping off year-round. Um, a lot of these guys I'm seeing are traveling to the the sunny areas in the winter. Unfortunately, I've been stuck here in mostly cold weather, but uh, I'm, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of my hidey hole. I'm coming out of my hibernation for you guys soon. So get ready for that. And uh, I think a lot of other people are too. It's kind of nice to take a little bit of a break. People don't always want to do seasons, you know, especially in parkour. It's kind of like a constant, especially since it's worldwide, since any time it's summer somewhere, it's winter somewhere else, vice versa. Everyone's always training somebody somewhere. Some, so it's always parkour clock, parkour clock somewhere. But, uh, but I think it's important, you know, for me, especially kind of reset the body get things going it's nice to have a little bit of time off a little bit of focusing on my yoga and focusing on my uh did a hot yoga class tonight maybe that's why my if you notice the smoothness tonight in my voice that's what that's coming from is the hot yoga you guys need to do hot yoga if you haven't done it already a lot of you guys are too wimpy to get in that hot yoga class Knox included i'm gonna talk shit on Knox all all this whole episode by the way because he's not here he's supposed to be here but um yeah, Knox doesn't like the hot. He can't handle it, can't hang. If you guys can't hang with the hot, then uh, just work your way up, all right? They, they offer intermediary classes, but the hot yoga is where it's at. I don't want to get into it, but it's get anti-aging properties. You know, it's been scientifically measured. Apparently, the effects are similar to that of a sauna, activating the heat shock proteins in your body. You're going to have to Google that shit to find more information but basically it's good for you it's hard to do i don't know if you guys do yoga it's a really good practice especially since parkour is so explosive and like yang you know if you're going yin yang energy the yoga kind of brings you back into center has a lot of static poses obviously and it's kind of the the anti it's the antidote to the ballistic movement of uh, parkour that you can get really imbalanced with and if you you know and for me i really love it because i don't have to fucking stretch when i do yoga because basically i just stretch in yoga i don't know if you guys are like me but stretching is hard to do if you can afford yoga and you can go do it you know there's youtube for free if you want to just do it in front of your computer that's harder to do i think i'd like to go to the class because then you have people around you everyone's trying hard and uh you get kind of you feed off that energy and it's nice to do something like in a group and there's community in that as well so highly recommend it. if you guys aren't doing yoga seriously changed my life Sp- spine health has increased um a boost in spine health gained by yoga thank you yoga <clears throat> and uh 
that's super bolder of me probably to do yoga, but whatever. It's where I live and uh I'm probably a living stereotype. Um real quick, the someone got at me, you know, we were talking about the Kong double gainer the other week or on the first episode and somebody somebody sent me a, a delectable message of a, a listener let me see if i can find this one of you badass height drop listeners out there sent me a message who was it we're getting a shout him out um his name his handle is at m-a-d-a-r-a-l-o-n madaralon madaralon i don't know alan madar Oh, it's his like name, last name and first name in the opposite order. But um, Alon Modar, wherever you are, thank you. I hope you're listening. Appreciate it. He hit me up with a the other thing we were talking about, which I didn't know which was coming first, the chicken or the egg, but this is the Kong Double Gainer or the Kong Gainer Pre. And he sent me this link. I'll put it in the description and maybe we'll upload something to the Instagram so you guys can see it. We'll do a little repost. Zelimization. If you guys aren't following this guy, I wasn't. Now I am. Looks like he's of Russian descent or maybe Ukrainian descent. I don't know what language that is. Maybe he's Latvian. Maybe he's something. Something that ends in Stan. But um, check out. We'll have to check out this video. I'll have to post it or something so you guys can see. But he does a sick nasty well it's kind of ridiculous first of all he's got six mats laid out fat mats he's in like some sort of ho i mean it looks like some lobby some like lobby hotel lobby or something i don't know how they let him do all these mats but he's put mats everywhere and he has you know five or six attempts at this con gainer pre luckily he has the mats there because pretty much everyone would have turned out in a rough bail had the mats not been there um but balls to you, Zelimization, for sending that shit. Like, it's a pretty gnarly setup. It's a huge drop. He's conging off a mat. He's landing on a mat, and then he's falling on his ass into mats on every attempt. <laughs> so you definitely need to check that out. He's super hype on it. I'm I'm stoked for him. I'm glad that somebody's doing pushing it. You know, whatever. I I don't know why you wouldn't set that up in a gym if you're gonna do it with all the mats anyways. But maybe he doesn't have access to a gym. So, you know, he's being creative. I like it. The initiative taken over um we'll check that out another thing coming up that i wanted to key you guys in on if you're listening to this on the day of the day of the the drop when the podcast is dropping when the height drops when the height drop drips um on tuesday the 27th i don't know if you guys follow skateboarding and if you follow me you might know that i enjoy a a flip or two on a board i like to flick my board around and um Nigel Houston, he's probably the most famous skateboarder alive and most uh, winningest, most accomplished skateboarder in uh, in recent memory, you know, aside from maybe Tony Hawk or some, you know, he's he's just one of these skate legends. A lot of skateboarders um, don't necessarily dig on, you know, the fact that he, they, skateboarding and parkour, I think there's a lot of interesting parallels because in our community, you know, we talked about this with Nate Weston a little bit last time and Lincoln Powell on the on the last episode, if you want to check that out. But there's a bit of an anti-competitive um, nature in, in, a, in a specific sense. It's not that, you know, I think we all enjoy uh, going to car- parkour competitions and 
and a lot of us enjoy competing in them, but there is a little bit of a shunning for people that are competitive at these events or who really, you know, seem to feed off the competition rather than um, off the fun of it, you know. And personally, I I, I like I am I'm a I'm of a competitive spirit, you know. There's definitely pieces of me that enjoys competing. That's part of the fun for me is is trying my best to win and trying my best to put on my best performance. And um, we talked about that in the last episode, so I won't get into it again. But but uh, anyhow, that's where Nyjah gets some of his hate. You know, when he's skateboarding around town, sending some nasty shit. You know, for a long time he wasn't he wasn't he didn't produce any street parts. So he was basically only winning competitions. He was competing at all these street league events and or X games, whatever the competition circuits were like, as he was growing up, he was like this prodigy. If you guys don't know, it's actually a really interesting story. He's a crazy, crazy, interesting, um, life. You know, if you kind of study it for someone who's so young, but yeah, he's like the kid with the dreads. He had dreads. If you remember that for a while, dreads is like big as him. And then he was just winning all the contests and people were kind of getting pissed off because he was playing the game. Like he knew how to like cater the judges and he was competitive and, and they didn't like that. They wanted to be, you know, the, the event to be about skate fun. And they didn't think that he was, you know, he didn't have the street cred that a lot of the other skaters did because they were all producing video parts and doing, you know, skating on the streets, not just in competition, which is obviously on obstacles made for skating. So similarly, you know, if you find someone you know, we get, we shit on some people sometimes for being gym rats. You know, all they do is train in the gym and you're like, go outside, motherfucker. You have to know what it's like. You got to know what it, the real shit's like, what it's like to actually have to test your obstacles, what it's like to have to get kicked out by security, what it's like to, you know, just experience it a little bit. I think there's just a little bit of a, a brotherhood, a camaraderie for people that, that really push it outdoors and not just inside the gym. And I get that. I think that, that, uh, that makes perfect sense. Um, anyhow, I'm getting, I'm going all over the place with this, but Nyjah Houston, a very, very, very talented and, uh, hardworking skateboarder, you know, has been in the game for a long time. I think he's like young twenties right now, but he's, he's won basically every street league he's ever competed in, you know, aside from a few here and there, he, he does really well, but you know, he had his first video part, big video part, I think in 2012, he dropped a part with DC if you guys want to go check that out to get yourself hyped up for, for what I'm about to tell you. God, I'm getting <laughs> I'm taking a minute to get into it. But Nyjah's dropping a new part. That's what I'm trying to say. Nyjah's dropping a new fucking part tomorrow, which is, you know, I'm recording this t- on Monday, so it's today. So you can go see it tonight at, eight, at 5 p.m. on the Nike SB channel. I'm sure it's going to be mind-blowing because that competitive spirit, he brings it to the streets. And that's kind of where I was about to, where I was taking it is the first video he put out, the DC part he put out called... Uh, Fuck, I don't remember what it's called, but um, that video went down and will be going down in history as one of the greatest video parts of all time. No matter how much you you want to hate on him for being, you know, a competitive person, you know, I think that it's it's warranted from both sides because people don't want to see, you know, skaters or people who represent your sport, your community, to to sell out in a way or to to not live, you know, the, the, the culture and they want to, they want, they want to see the culture, the things that they think are important, stay important. And when you become really big and famous and you get all these big sponsors like Nike, like Nike, he's coming out with a shoe as part of his new part, um, with Nike, which is, you know, a huge honor for, for him, I'm sure. Uh, 
these big sponsors, all this big money, all this big attention, it comes with it, you know, a different, it skews the whole, the whole culture a little bit, you know, and I can see why there's some blowback on that and there will be blowback, you know, as, um, as parkour develops as well. I'm sure like the bigger some of these athletes get, the more that people are going to want to contest and uh, complain or, or throw some shade on what they're doing and what kind of attention they're drawing to the sport and what they're doing because, you know, it's not the same values they have. But at the end of the day, um, I think Nyjah and I think anyone in the parkour community or anybody in any sport that's that's garnering this kind of these big sponsors and stuff, it, it really rise a rising tide like lifts all boats, right? So you look at this Conor McGregor, a lot of people shit on Conor McGregor in the MMA world because they didn't like the shit talking. They didn't like that he was representing MMA in a way that, you know, didn't, didn't necessarily draw in the type of viewers that they wanted. You know, they didn't want like fans of people who only barely knew who Conor McGregor was talking shit when people are wrestling in fights. They don't understand the grappling or whatever. But, you know, in the same way with Nigel Houston, I'm sure that there's some some things that skaters like, oh, well, he just sends the biggest tricks, I think is one of the biggest complaints, but he has no style. He doesn't send the, he doesn't, he doesn't have any personality or, you know, whatever in his, in his movement. I don't skate enough to actually understand, you know, the, the, the argument there, but, but ultimately these, these figures, Conor McGregor, Nigel Houston, whoever the biggest crossover is in, in, in parkour, I don't know who that would be. You might as well have to get shout me out. Send me send me some comments. Who do you think is the biggest star, you know, in the parkour community that's crossing over multiple platforms? Is there anyone who's really broken into the mainstream? I don't I don't know. Um, there's definitely like trickles of of things here and there, and maybe things are a little bit different in in Europe. I know that like a lot of communities have different. Uh, appreciations for for what parkour athletes bring to the table but as far as i know as far as american athletes go there really hasn't been any any notice or 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 shits given in american culture about parkour athletes you know in the broad spectrum um since since like a since like the casino royale movie you know i think that was kind of like one of the highest watermarks and i don't count ninja warrior because that just isn't parkour and and i don't see that's my beef that's my beef if you're a big ninja warrior star I'm going to beef with that. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to be the one that's I mean, I might not talk shit on Instagram or anything cuz I think that's a waste of time, but I'm not going to be uh I'm not going to be stoked to see parkour synonymous with Ninja Warrior. It's not the same shit. It's very very contradictory. All right, I don't want to get into it. I'll, I'll do my Ninja Warrior rant for another episode. But uh anyhow, Go check out Nigel's part is all I'm saying because it's going to be fucking mind-blowing. If you like skating, even if you don't, I think you guys will appreciate. I know that he's going to be setting a new a new bar for himself, you know. This 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 competitive spirit he brings, he brings it to the streets. And the and the video part, the DC part, the last one, the biggest thing he's probably done um, in his career as far as a street skating part was epic. Oh, what the fuck is it called? I'm just going to look it up real quick real so you guys can understand. understand i also had a part on thrasher that was pretty recent um a little less than uh three years ago called the oh my fucking god omfg part that was just scrap footage and it was pretty mind-blowing what was the dc part fade to black oh yeah because it was after the song he, he did it to that uh metallica song so fade to black 
oh my f oh my fucking god part and then tomorrow it's going to be the till death is what it's titled it's his new shoe part and i'm guaranteeing fireworks i saw the trailer he got smoked a bunch of times it looks like i think he got his worst bails uh to date and you know it's kind of savage he's he definitely got concussed um i saw i saw he was hospitalized he was probably out he might have been in a coma like skateboarding has gotten to the point and so is a lot of these extreme sports um bmx where a lot of you know one of these one of these guys, Scotty Kramer, I don't know if you guys know who this is. He's a really famous, perhaps one of the most famous BMXers um, alive and also very winning. He won many, many gold medals. He was actually going for his Dave Mira tie record on on a contest last year or two years ago, broke his back. And then after that, he became paralyzed on, on a small shoot with Monster. And at, what I'm getting at is it's kind of insane. Like when we get to these high levels, these people that are throwing down these crazy, 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 when the sport has been pushed to that level. I mean, again, I liken it, you know, and I think I talked about this last time with Nate. It's just like, it, we're, we're similar in some ways to, to fighting. It's kind of fucked up because people want to see that almost like to draw in the mainstream crowd. I wonder if that's, that's kind of what, what, that's kind of what the attention draw is. Some people want to join in because they want to see, I mean, obviously that's not, I don't even wonder. That's 100%. Think about Fail Army. Think about bail videos. They they do well because that's what the public wants because they obviously they want to feel good about not being able to do any of that shit. They're like, oh, I'm smart for not doing that because uh, look, look where it ends up. You get fucked up. You get concussed. You break your arm. You get your ankles snapped in half, whatever it is. Um, there's some kind of like weird primate monkey shit going on there where people just oh, oh, they want to see just bloodshed it's kind of fucked up just like in the ufc they want to see knockouts they don't care about the grappling they don't have a nuanced and you know that's what it is really the true fans have the nuance the true parkour athlete you know the true skateboarder whatever it is any of these guys they understand that that's not what anyone wants to see you know anyone in the know but again with these conor mcgregor's with these niger houston's these big big stars that cross over into the mainstream they're drawing in this kind of attention. That's how they draw in some of that big attention is, is the people that, that only are sniffing out there for blood. Like they just, they, they catch it in the air and they're like, Oh, someone might die. All right. I got to watch. Um, it's kind of scary. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, to wish any bad juju on, uh, any, any of these athletes, but it, it is, it is intense that these guys are getting smoked left and right. And Niger definitely got, you know, stitches, staples in his head. I think, um, from one of these bales, people are putting themselves on the line. Um, but at the end of the day, at least, at least, you know, with those big sponsors, there's an argument there that you're set up, you know, at least you can, you can take that kind of fall right now. What worries me is we're getting so beastly already. And, um, and most of these guys, you know, if they were, if they ended up in a wheelchair, Ooh, it could be rough. You know, the Scotty Kramer, he had a really powerful YouTube channel. Um, and he's actually one of the most inspiring dudes I've ever watched on YouTube. I don't really, I try not to watch a lot of YouTube again. It's just like, it's not a best, the best place to spend your attention, but you know, or you got to be selective about it. But, uh, he already had like, he'd already made, you know, so much money in BMX and, and things like, at least he, he wasn't completely wiped out. You know, and I, I don't want to see 
I just, you know, I just, it's heartbreaking to see, you know, athletes and stuff that they get paralyzed or they get, uh, severe injuries. And then, and not only that, but they, there's no recourse, you know, there's, and you know, I think that there's, there should be more safety nets for, for all, for all of us, you know, as if we're pushing ourselves out there, be careful, but also maybe it's just cause I live in America, you know, we don't have good health insurance out here. We have good doctors, but we we it's, we can't pay for them, and you will go broke. Um, it's scary out here, so I'm just I'm a worry wart. You know, guys, did you ever guys? I don't know if you guys have that shit. I was talking about it with people the other day. It's like every time I go out, I fucking think about the worst case scenarios all the time. I I like I have horrible like nightmarish visions of my head bouncing off concrete, my bones like snapping and twisting and torquing in half. Like just the worst shit, um, but I think <laughs> it's fucked up. But it's really hard for me to to not think about those things because I know that they're real. And I think that if you don't face that, if you don't make yourself think about that, if you kind of run away for, if you put your head in the sand like ostrich style, if you get that ostrich steez on your brain, then you're gonna be one goofy looking fucking bird. Or basically, what the what I'm analogizing here is that uh. <laughs> You won't want to do that because it's it's not smart. You know, you're not gonna you're gonna be goofy looking bird, but you're gonna be just an injured person, or you're gonna be you're not looking at the whole picture. It's important to look at the whole picture. It's important to tell yourself the true, honest story, so that you don't do something stupid for the wrong reasons or for the right reasons. <laughs> but at least if you're doing something stupid, you know what you're doing. You know, that's important. Um, then you know the risks. You can you can live with that decision, but don't lie to yourself. I think it's important. I don't know. Maybe I'm just crazy, but I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of you guys out there that train, it's important for you to probably think about the worst case scenarios, you know, because then you can kind of really face them. Once you actually look at them, then you kind of understand how unlikely they are to happen. And then you can kind of understand what your actual worst case scenario might be. And and if you can live with that, it's important to, to just link, think it all out though. Um, and speaking of all this fear talk, since I'm talking about it, I'm going to be going to Philly this week, or excuse me, this week. I'm going to be going to Philly. Um, I'm going to Tampa. My boy Nick Ortiz and I, we're going down to Tampa to meet up with some friends. We're going to be, excuse me, meeting up with Max Henry, Ross Allen of Colorado Springs is coming down, a few other mystery guests. We're going to be shooting some sick content down there. And then after we go to Tampa, having ourselves a nice little spring break, action we're gonna go up to philly nick ortiz and i are we gonna are we gonna yeah we are gonna we're fucking we're going to host a a fear workshop i call i tell it the art of the send you know i'm just kind of tongue-in-cheek i've been using this word send a lot but i'm gonna try to rebrand it you know it's already been rebranded a many a time it it came from climbing culture and then it became like a cliff jumping thing from from what as far as i could tell it became like a joke but mainly we're going to be talking about facing and overcoming those fears in a, in a safe way, breaking things down. So if you guys live in the Philadelphia area and you want to up your game and you want to get into, you know, Nick is going to do some seminars, some, per, some, uh, some focus on descents in particular, you know, since there's such a hot topic right now and there's such a hot movement and, but they require so much, um, mental focus and it, it really dilutes or excuse me, opposite of dilutes. It concentrates the, uh, the mental strength that you need um, and the mental strength that you'll gain by doing those kinds of big, scary movements that are actually quite simple. 
it, it's going to be a great workshop. Me and Nick actually have to meet again to to hash out some more of the details, but it's going to build off of a workshop that I've done in the past, which is also about doing things on your first try, attempting things. I'm, I'm again borrowing some climbing lingo here, flashing challenges, aka doing things on your first try. And we'll explore what that really means and how how that's effective and how it's an important thing to bring into your training and why. So I hope you guys in the Philadelphia area on the East coast, maybe New York, um, wherever it is, anywhere that's near a uh, pinnacle parkour Academy is hosting. We're going to be there on Saturday, the 17th of March hosting a sick workshop. So check it out. There's going to be some pre-sale tickets for, for a little bit less, and then there'll be a little bit more at the door. So I hope you guys all come out. I'd love to see you out there. I'm excited about that. Um, moving along. Moving right along. More things coming up. Oh, more things. Oh, I, I've been, I don't know if you guys saw this on my post. I've been dealing with the most assholistic, which sounds kind of like a weird new age thing. But anyhow, this, <laughs> this insurance companies, fuck you. I just want to give a quick fuck you to Safeco Insurance and another fuck you to Geico Insurance. Um, for those who don't know, I was driving down the highway the other week on, on January 20-something or other, going down to Denver, and I was coming over the crest of like this hill, basically, and I was driving with my glasses on because I was getting ready for that eye surgery. Coming over the crest of this hill, visibility is a little bit lower. My peripherals aren't as on point as they normally are because I'm wearing glasses. You know, I don't want to throw the shade on the glasses. It's not really the glasses' fault. It's not really, you know, it's it's this guy's fault, actually. It's the guy who's driving this truck. This dude didn't tie down his sofa and his armchair. He had, like, this three-piece furniture set in the back of his pickup. And one of the pieces of, like, the, the love seat or the armchair or some shit rolled out. And it comes, like, as I'm coming over the top of this hill, it just is there. It's just poof, all of a sudden it's there in the headlights. It was really dark out. So I saw nothing, and then I saw couch. And then it was, I actually didn't know what the fuck I was about to hit. I was... I, I got my heart just froze and I was like, oh, brace for impact. <laughs> Luckily, no one was injured, but my car got fucked up. So I pulled over. I got <laughs> I got the guy's insurance. The police came, whatever. He got cited for what's called a spilled load, which is maybe the most, <laughs> I don't even know. There's some kind of dick joke there. That's the most dick jokeable traffic infraction i've ever heard of the spilled load and then um i thought it was all going to be good i took my car into the whatever the mechanics they're like yeah we're going to work with your insurance you got this here you go here's like here's the estimate insurance gave me a rental car i've been whipping around in this toyota camry toyota camry's been killing it shout out to the <coughs> shout out to the family sedan the toyota camry killing the game toyota makes a fine vehicle those japanese they don't fuck around however I come to learn that, you know, after they took the initial photos, they want to up the estimate. And now the the insurance company decided they're going to total my vehicle. <coughs> so my baby, my beautiful baby, my favorite, my, I've only had two cars in my life. I drove a Toyota Celica, another shout out to the Toyota, since I was 16. I drove it for 10 years and then I got this new car, my black Beamer, my BMW 3 Series, I was really happy and proud to get that car. I liked that whip. <coughs> God damn, I need some water. 
<coughs> Excuse me, guys. Jesus Christ. Got that black beamer. You like that? You like that pause? This is raw, son. You like the rawness of the just drinking water? I hope it's bringing it into your ears, guys, right now. I hope you can hear the gulp. Hear the gulp. Listen to this gulp. Do you hear that? I accented the gulp. I did an extra loud gulp for you guys. Um, I'm getting a little loopy. I hope you guys... <laughs> Hope you're sticking with me right now. It's ten. It's after ten. I'm getting. I'm getting up there right now. I, I go to bed earlier now. I'm trying to get this shit together. So, I don't. I didn't want to do this this late, but um, I had to do it tonight because I can't do it tomorrow morning. So, the show must go on, as they say. I've been dealing with this car shit actually. That's why I got so pushed back. So they totaled my car. They're taking my baby away from me. Makes me really upset. I've been stressing about it all week. I've been feeling actually real you know, overwhelmed. I don't know if you guys feel like that, but, um, it's important to, to breathe in those moments and to, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't really have the answers, but I just want you guys to know that, you know, you're going through some hard times out there. There's a lot of people going through a lot of hard times. I feel like, and not just the parkour community around the world, but sometimes the world just feels like it's caving in on you. And, uh, you know, just know that everyone feels that way sometimes. And um, and maybe you can just draw some strength from that and know that like all these people that you look up to, they they feel the same way, you know? I know that I know that the people I look up to feel feel that caving in feeling sometimes and it helps me out to know that they've overcome it and they're just people. And they're just dealing with the same shit we all deal with. So anyhow, the stress of the car. I mean, again, it's just a car, right? You know, it wasn't really just about the car. The car was just kind of the icing on my shit cake. But uh, there's been, it's been a it's been a rough go, you know, these last weeks. But you got to stay strong, you know. And what really helps is is just being around your friends. I think you know, having that sense of community. Make sure you surround yourself with the right people because that's what's been helping me. You know, through some of these times, I think that uh, a lot of us get some of these bad feelings because we don't spend enough time with our friends and with people in real life. And we spend too much time looking at our phones or looking through screens. Um, it's not healthy. And luckily for me, it's easy for me to pick up on that because I grew up in a time when I didn't have a phone in front of my face a lot. So I know that it, it gets weird when I, when I start, you know, and I can feel when I don't look at my phone, I went on a weird, I did a squirrel hunt with Ryan Keenan and Knox the other day. We spent about a couple hours in the woods, just, stomping around looking for squirrels like i i just wanted to tag along because it sounded hilarious and and uh i brought my little pellet gun for target practice but um eventually i want to work my way up you know i want to be i just wanted to feel it out i wanted to feel out what the hunting scene might be like i wanted to feel out ryan ryan has claimed some animals for himself ryan's a tarzan and uh basically he lives in the jungle at all times and he looks like tarzan so I'm not surprised at all that he's he's taken deer with bow and arrow. Which <clears throat> if you're a vegan or you know if you have ethical issues with that, maybe you're not so stoked to hear that. But for me, I think that's a super honorable, you know, I know the guy. So I know that he's not he's not trophy hunting. He's he's I think getting a better relationship with his food. He's getting a real relationship. I like the authenticity of getting to know exactly where your meat comes from, especially if you eat meat, you know? I think it's an honorable thing to do is to find out, you know, that process and really live it. And uh, even if you don't, 
there's some crazy shit going on with veg with plants too. So if you're vegan out there, apparently plants are screaming, you know, sometimes just the way animals might. They can hear when people are chewing on them. Apparently there's some crazy studies. I don't know if uh, I, I have to cite this. But I'm, I'm not going to be able to find where I found this, but uh, whispers, all right? Whispers on the internet, but like more than whispers, like scientific things, things, things I've heard from people I, I generally trust. Um, like the Joe Rogan podcast, I think is where I heard this. I think it was credible enough that, you know, there's some legitimacy to it, but plants apparently can hear or they, they broadcast signals and shit to each other. So like a giraffe will start eating some tree leaves and the trees down the road are, they'll make their, their leaves taste bitter. They'll make their leaves taste in and palatable to the, to the giraffes and the giraffes will fucking starve first of all but it's crazy like the and not only that what i what i heard which was even more mind-blowing or you can or if you play just audio recordings of caterpillars eating leaves or giraffes eating leaves or leaves being like eaten in any way these signals still get sent out through the plants and the plants still make the chemical changes to make them themselves taste bad to these animals pretty wild shit these plants might be i mean they're crazy i mean think about plant and there's all these weird plant fungi relationships i can't i want to learn more about it you guys should help me out if you know anything already if you know some good resources but uh it's fascinating to think that this whole other mode of life the plant you know it came before all of us I'm not surprised if they have some crazy you know experience consciousness even um so <clears throat> If that's the case, then we're all fucked, all right? There's no reason to be vegan if that's... I mean, they might be just as bad to murk a, a cow as it is to pull a weed out of your lawn, you know? Who knows? Shit's crazy. The more we know. Da-da-ding, ding, ding. Um, I'm... I'm all over the place. Uh, anyhow, car insurance p- companies are assholes. Uh, if you if you have Safeco insurance, you please tell your Safeco agent, fuck you for me. And... um. And likewise with Geico, I mean, I didn't go through Geico, but they told him my, the, the Safeco was the other driver's car. He totaled my car, apparently, with that couch that I ran into. The airbags didn't even go off. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but car shit is whack, you know? If you're not, if you don't, if you're not a mechanic, you really don't have any recourse. It's really not fun. Um, so I have to get a new car. So if you live in the Colorado area and uh, you're selling your vehicle... And you want to, it's a nice, clean vehicle. You let me know. I'm looking now. I'm on the hunt. Uh, they're going to send me a check for my car. I'm, I'm really annoyed and sad to part with my baby, though. Um, ding, 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 ding. All right, coming up, I also wanted to tell you guys one more thing. I don't know if you guys are into this kind of stuff, but, it, you know, we're not always going to be talking about parkour. We're getting into skateboarding. I wanted to, we talked a little bit about MMA, but also this this upcoming Saturday, there's a huge boxing fight, and I'm starting to get into boxing because of, honestly, again, see, this is the rising tide that lifts all boats, baby. Conor McGregor fighting Floyd Mayweather just got my nose, just dipped my toe in the boxing scene for a little bit, and my my nose was, I got my beak wet, and then boom, now I want to go and fucking check out this Deontay Wilder fight. We got Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz. Cuban fighter. Um, again, I don't really know that much about boxing, but I'm stoked for this fight because I started watching, I started following Deontay Wilder. He's a scary dude. He's 
the last performance he had against this guy, Bermain Stavern. Woo! Three knockdowns in the first round. I mean, he whooped this guy's ass. In a, it was disrespectful, to say the least. Like, you have to see the highlight reel, but walks this guy down with disregard for his abilities. Um, and this Luis Ortiz guy, I don't know so well, but he's supposed to be, I mean, he might be the favorite. He might be the betting favorite. And he's older. He's more experienced than Wilder. And he's bigger. But uh, he might hit as hard. But I don't know. It's going to be a wild fight. I don't see it getting, it's not going to decision. Somebody's getting KO'd. So again, if you like that bloodlust, if you got some a hankering for for <laughs> spit and blood flying through the air because you got some ape shit still stuck up in you you got some primate genes you can't ignore then uh Deontay Wilder versus Luis Ortiz this weekend I'm excited for that um but yeah I got one more thing for you guys I, I'm thinking about opening up a hotline for episodes like this when I have to go solo and uh, it could be nice just not to only rely on comments. I might, I might have to post some more fan questions. But you know what I wouldn't have to do is post those things as much if I also got to air some hotline questions. Because I said on the, I said on the Nick episode, I think, I love hearing the voices. I want to hear the intonation. I want to hear you guys. And, you know, it's fun reading a comment, but it's more fun getting a voice message. A lot of people get annoyed by voicemails, and I'm, I'd rather get the voicemail. I'd rather get the call than the text. I'm weird, but I want to hear you. So I'm thinking about opening up a hotline just just to get some people calling in, and then I can air some of these calls on the on the podcast and, and talk about them in the, in the event that we, we can't get a guest on in one of these weeks or two of these weeks. You know, there's going to be some in the future where I'm going to be traveling. I might be on the road. Who knows? I might be having to just record these out of a cave or something. Who knows? But uh, maybe I'll be running from the government. Maybe I'll say the wrong thing on this podcast, and they'll be coming for me. Coming for me. The FBI. They're probably watching me right now. They're watching me through my little webcam and shit. They're all watching all of you. It's scary. You better watch your backs. Um, so, yeah, if you guys like that idea, let me know. If I get one comment about the hotline and it's a positive idea, they're like, yeah, I like the fucking idea. Let's do potline. Let's do the hotline. I'll call in. I'll tell you about my life. I'll do it. I'll start the hotline if, if, if even one person responds about that. So let's start the hotline if you guys want it. But someone, just one person has to want it. I'm not going to do it until at least I get confirmation from somebody. Um, but I'm excited about it if someone wants to do it. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. You know, this is kind of a ramble. Again, I just kind of uh, threw threw my 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 few <laughs> ideas down that I that I was thinking about this week, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy just talking about some of this random shit. And I want to hear more from what you guys want and uh, who you want to see in the podcast. Obviously, when I go to Tampa, we're going to talk to a bunch of people down there. I definitely want to talk to Max Henry about this epic mission he's been doing. If you guys know him or follow him, or you will first of all because. He's about to try and attempt basically one of the gnarliest challenges, maybe the arguably the gnarliest challenge, especially power wise, especially like technical technicality wise or or you know just athletic wise. He's about to push the sport into a new stratosphere in my opinion. He's about to push parkour where it's never gone before. And he's been training like a fucking madman 
for this for this one challenge. And it's a line. It's a. I mean, we'll get into it when I interview him because I'm I'm sure he's going to be down for the podcast. I think I've already talked to him about it, and uh, I really want you guys to to hear that episode. It's going to be good. And we're going to talk to some other guys, those cats in Florida, and I'm sure we're going to talk to some people in Philly. So get at me. Let me know who you guys want to hear from in those East Coast areas. Let me know what you want to see. Let me know if you want to hear that hotline, if you want to be able to call in and have your voice heard back to you the next week on the hotline. We'll get weird with it. We'll go old school. Yeah, we'll do the Facebook comments and we'll do the Instagram and shit too. Although those mediums might be dying soon. We don't even know. You know, there's always going to be the next one. Something's got to be the new MySpace eventually, right? The old, something's got to, things go sour eventually. It's, you know, but right now we're right. Maybe we're going to be right for a long time. Maybe, maybe not. I've seen some people with some speculative ideas. Maybe this blockchain technology is going to take over and we won't even have Instagram anymore. Maybe everyone will be, have their own social thing. Who knows? The internet, the future, it's all crazy. Elon Musk is in our fucking Mitt's throwing his Tesla into orbit. I mean, we're living in a freaking cartoon right now. It's ridiculous. It makes no sense, but it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And you guys are all beautiful people, and I thank you for listening and uh, sending much love to you guys. Please check out some of our sponsors in the description. If you want to help support the podcast, there's some areas where you can do that in the description. Um, but, you know, just your listening is helping. And I appreciate that. And uh, I love you guys. And and thank you very much. We'll see you next week with another episode of Hype Drop, motherfucker.